You know, um, it's important to kind of think about college age because there's just so many different nuances and different things that people have to deal with, especially guys. You know, we've got, heaven forbid, emotions, which we don't talk about ever, never. Not at all. Not ever. (laughs) And uh, we've got school studies and we've got to fit God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit in all that. So it's just super complex and super muddled and we're trying to navigate and learn everything. And the solution to that, or part part of the solution, the big part, is Campus Ministries. And Mikey's joining us in studio today to talk about that. Yes, I am. Let's All right, it. man. Well, let's uh, let's kick off that beautiful bean footage. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. We really appreciate y'all. And uh, um, in case you didn't know, I'm Andrew. We're joined in studio with Mikey today. And um, uh, our mission here at Full Power is to lead men in ardently pursuing God. And uh, hopefully everything that we do kind of spurs you on, motivates you, and kind of gets you in the groove to do that. And kind of in today's chat, like we said, we're going to be talking about campus ministries and how they integrate with God's purpose for young men and kind of our mission and and doing all that kind of stuff. So um, before we get into things, I just want to do a quick side note and uh, let our Full Power community know that we still are looking for uh, creative people, administrative people, and technical people. In fact, Mikey, I tried to Shanghai you before the show and try to recreate our graphics. <laughs> so you're, you're our graphic designer. It's, it's on air, so it's official. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guys, just be in prayer about that. We'd love to uh, have you participate and partner with us in the ministry and with Mikey because he's obviously on board. So um, thanks for your willingness to pray and consider about that. But uh, um, before we kind of get things going, we definitely always want to go to the Lord and invite him into this time. Mikey, would you mind opening us up in prayer? Absolutely, I will. Awesome. I, let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for allowing us to be able to come and just learn more about you, God, and just talk about you, Lord. Uh, be with this conversation, Lord, as we talk about the importance of campus ministries, Lord. Be with anybody who is listening to this, Lord, and putting it on their hearts to serve you in whatever way they feel like they need to, Lord, where you have called them, Lord. Uh, just be with be with us and just be with us to show us how to be godly men for you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks, man. Appreciate that. So um, to give you guys a little bit of background, this is Mikey. He's from Gardner-Webb. He's a student out there. He's a senior, and uh, he is majoring after switching twice, two switches. His, his, three-ish. His three-ish, three switches. So it was history, then it was communications, uh, and then it was? Religious studies, yes. Yeah. But I had two major changes within the communications. I went from film to journalism. So. Oh, so film. So we're signing. It's it's official. We're signing you up to do all of our uh, <laughs> uh, film production here as well. So just so you know, you're you're signed up for that. Well, um, it's on camera. I guess got to do it now. <laughs> it's for real. It's on the internet. It's, it can't be a lie. Um, and uh, you're um, the campus ministries, United Men's Ministry over there at Gardner-Webb. You're the coordinator. Yep. Um, so, I mean, what don't you do, man? Sleep. Sleep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's that, it's that dichotomy. You're like, okay, I either do everything hundred <laughs> percent or I sleep, but you know, good for you, man. Good also for you. Also a college student. Who, what college student actually gets sleep? Let's be honest. Yeah. No sleep, but a lot of ramen, a lot of ramen noodles, right? Also saved by energy drinks. There you go. We are not sponsored by them, but if they catch this and want to sponsor us and partner with our vision, then that'd be <laughs> awesome. Cool, man. So, um, let's, uh, let's kind of 
uh, start off with a little bit of a foundational text because I want to make sure that our conversation is kind of rooted, obviously, in the Bible and God's Word. Absolutely. And I think a good passage that kind of encapsulates our, our, our chat today is um, Joshua 1.9, and this is what it says. It says, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And to me, the reason that kind of jumped out at me for college and specifically talking about campus ministries is like we said in the intro, I mean, just so many things are going on, you know, um, it's, it's overwhelming, you know, I mean, you're in the throes of it. Absolutely. It's crazy. Just you're, especially your first year, you're trying to make new friends, trying to find your place, trying to find a local church. If you're a believer, just uh, making sure that you get good grades because scholarships depend on grades usually. Yeah. Just trying to find your place after being in the same community, depending on your school setting in high school, probably. Yeah. From kindergarten to 12th grade, so 12 years. So yeah. You've kind of, community. you've kind of been in that community and, you know, depending on, you know, how everything shook out, you, you probably had a certain family, friends and family structure that you're used to. And all of a sudden, you know, you may or may not be far from home. You know, you're you're basically like pre-adulting, and it's like you're going from being in that bubble to pre-adulting. And Absolutely. there's, it's just, it's it's uh, it's challenging is the only way to characterize that. And I think you know this verse kind of talks to it. Says, "Be strong and courageous," and you know we can be that in our identity through God. So we don't have to feel as overwhelmed or as anxious or as challenged as. Um, the folks that are lost that don't have Christ because we know that we are rooted in him. And uh, so I think that that's really important specifically in the context of like campus ministries. So, um, you know, what would you say, why is it so significant that we have thriving campus ministries? For most college students, campus ministries can be a very convenient place to meet uh, good biblical friends uh, get involved in ministry leadership positions that you may not have had in your youth group. Uh, it could also be an avenue for those who have been hurt by the church to experience the love of Christ. Because yeah. a lot, if you look a lot of the times when people leave the church, it's more not because they don't believe God loves them. It's more the people have turned their backs on them. So yeah, yeah. it's more of showing them that, the love of Christ is not rooted in the people that have hurt you in the church. It's rooted in, it's rooted in his love and his grace that he died on the cross for you. Mm-hmm. So showing them that yes, people can let you down, but Christ will never let you down. Yeah, absolutely. It, it makes kind of like, um, like you're saying, kind of like that safe space to actually reconnect and have that relationship with Christ. I really like that. And, um, Kind of, kind of. What's a little bit of your story? How did you get so involved with campus ministries? So yeah, uh, my yeah, I really didn't really get fully involved in campus ministries until last year. Surprisingly, like mm-hmm. just because there really wasn't a huge immense ministry aspect of seeing me at Gardner Web. Like it was very much, it was hard to find your place in it at times, just because. It was a smallish community, so mm-hmm. which are good, but if it's a community of people who have been together for a year, 
mm-hmm. it's a lot harder to be open to going and sharing with people if they've been together for a good little bit. So right. I wanted to op- get involved, be able to have more freshmen rooted into it. Yeah. So that way it can have a stable foundation for years to come because the past couple of years, the men's ministry has, we've had good signups and then like quick fall off. So yeah. just my goal was just trying to be able to help lay a foundation to where, yeah, as it grows, it doesn't, it's not a cycle of it grows for a little bit and then goes back into the, yeah. I, I hear that. And, and, and I, uh, some kind of process in what you're sharing, I kind of have a follow-up question too, because, you know, I think it's, um, not only campus ministries, but ministries as a whole, we kind of see that ebb and flow, you know, uh, of people coming in, people transitioning back out and specifically guys, you know, um, I don't know what it is about how we're hardwired, but you know, we, we struggle with the commitment piece. And like you're saying, you know, you're trying to get the freshmen plugged in and then trying to get them to stay plugged in. So what would you say um, a couple of the primary techniques to keep specifically guys engaged so that we're not, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to share some of your dirty laundry here. Before the show, we were talking, you said, well, you know, when in my journey, I actually, you know, would say, oh, I got to finish this homework project and you didn't get plugged into ministry until you had that relationship with God, because you're kind of making those sideline excuses yeah. to stay away from it. So how, how can we make it winsome for guys so that they don't make those excuses and opt out of ministry, but engage? One thing I really strive to do is not just let myself be the only leader within men's ministry, but have a couple guys that I knew were strong biblical men mm-hmm. that could also lead small groups together to, reach more guys because I'm one guy. It's going to be hard for me to reach 60 guys at one time. But if it's me and my five of the guys who I trust, that's one in 10, which is a lot easier to reach than one for 60. So yeah, just surrounding yourself with a good leadership core helps mm-hmm. because they can keep me on track and they can, lift me up, call me out, whatever yeah. needs to happen. So that's one thing I did, just having guys that were able to reach out to more guys. So Yeah, disciples discipling, yeah. Di- disciples discipling others, yes. right? And, and you know, that's what we see in the Bible is that that's what Jesus did, right? He had his core group of guys, they were his disciples, and then he had them go out and make more disciples. And that's what the Great Commission is. That's what our you know, our function is Absolutely. we're here to bring God glory and to make disciples. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I think, I think that's a really strong premise that we can grasp onto for campus ministries. And like I said, you know, in the church, in any other parachurch organization. Um, so I think that's really good that you're doing that. And I like, I like kind of what you're talking about, about accountability as well. Um, tell us a little bit more about the significance of accountability in relationship to, to campus ministries and not only for the leadership, but for the, like the guys that are getting plugged in, like the freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors that are coming in, engaging with the campus ministry there. Absolutely. When it pertains to the leadership aspect, if me as a leader, if I'm not rooted in the word daily, if I'm living a lifestyle that's not glorifying to God, it's allowing the enemy to come into campus to my specific ministry that I'm over and 
yeah. possibly tearing stuff down. Mm-hmm. Also, with my small group, it's the same thing. It's you have to ho- we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard because when the leader falters, it's a lot easier for the enemy to attack the ministry. Yep. And then when it pertains to guys who are just within the ministry, building those personal relationships with them to where they will listen to you and trust you when you say, Hey, you'd, you'd stop during this year acting stupid stuff. Yeah. You need to grow up. You need to yeah. do whatever. Yeah. And that's the benefit of, like I said, like multiple, like I'm the coordinator, but I have my guys who walk alongside me. So that way, yeah, because I may not see what this one person is doing, but they may see it and right. it allows them to also have the opportunity to, I, we, I've been told you don't call people out. You call them up. You don't. Nice. I like that. Calling out can tear a person down. We're calling up is yeah. saying, Hey, you're messing up. Yeah. But let me walk alongside you and do it. We, That's strong. I so like that. Calling them up versus yeah. calling them out. It's a okay. good way to help that. For the I, accountability. I really like that. And, 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 with that, with the accountability piece, um, I think it's so important in ministries to um, make sure that we're focused on leading people to a relationship with Christ and helping them go deeper there rather than just behavior modification. You know, Absolutely. that's that's what I want to make sure that like uh, all us, all the four po- full power guys here, that we're not here just to be better men. We're here to pursue Jesus. And from your experience, how, how would you say that um, you kind of strike that balance? Because there is, there is, you know, as you come to Christ, you do have behavior modification. You know, we're not the same person but we were before. But how do you strike that balance between making sure the behavior modification is in its place, but the primary focus is, you know, pursuit of Christ? For me, it's not expecting them to make a full 180 turn immediately. Because we're, we're all sinful. We're going to struggle with the sins we deal with before we were Christians are the same sins we're going to deal with post-salvation. Right. The only difference is when we have God's grace and conviction, it allows us to n- live a life to where when we, do the, when we commit these sins, it's a lot more self-convicting and us trying to call our own selves out. So... Mm-hmm. I think for that, it's allowing them to still make mistakes. Like, yeah, you can't just go into the aspect of, oh, you're a Christian. Well, you can't do this, 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 mm-hmm. this. But it's a, yes, you can't do this, but you'll make mistakes. It's, yeah. Mistakes are a part of the Christian faith. It's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. There's grace for that. But don't make those mistakes every single day. Right. Live a life where you're trying to avoid the mistakes. Yeah. And it's a lot easier to overcome those mistakes. That's good. But if you're constantly living in those, yeah. you're not really allowing the Lord to work in your life. So making sure that they know, hey, it's okay. You're going to make mistakes. We we yeah. know that. Yeah. Just make sure those mistakes aren't going to affect your walk daily. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that's good. And um, you, so you've been doing ministry here kind of in the campus level, I think for about the past years, kind of been your primary focus, right? And um, the cool cool part of your story, again, I'm stealing your thunder, so <laughs> I apologize, but, um, and you can go into more detail about it, but you've been called to ministry 
And with that, what would you say to date the most impactful experience you've had with campus ministry that kind of was facilitating or kind of spurred on that time with God to find and hear his calling into full-time ministry down the road? But yeah, uh, for me, I think campus ministries last year really, we took a hit with COVID just mm-hmm. COVID affected a lot of things. Yeah. But me going in, me being more willing to go that time yeah. really helped out like the call to ministry because I'm like, cause I, I have the passion for youth ministry, mm-hmm. but I also know that with youth ministry comes college ministry a lot of the times because one, you feel relationships with seniors that are yeah. still going to see you as a mentor. Mm-hmm. And also some, a lot of churches aren't fortunate enough to have a separate youth and college pastor. Typically the youth pastor kind of has to balance both. So yeah. campus ministries for me really also shows for me how to mentor college students because even like a senior in high school is a lot different than a freshman in college. They, yeah. they may have some stuff they deal with that's similar, but it's a lot more of like on the college age size, a lot more stakes involved because they are full fledged adults. If they make yeah. a severe mistake, it could cost them a lot more than a high school student. Cause a yeah. high school student can still kind of plead the whole, I'm still a kid, whatever, but right. college students showing them that, Hey, you got to be on top of a lot of things because these mistakes have ramifications and ripple effects. Yeah. So I think, which is a like a cool experience for campus ministry that I've seen is just this past year, just the growth and willingness of the freshman class to be involved in campus ministries. Because mm-hmm. last year, COVID took a hit on a lot of the freshman class, like, you got they lost their senior year of high school, so yeah. When they got to college, a lot more that I want to do stuff my own way. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think this year, just seeing the freshman class, we have a good core group of freshmen. Mm-hmm. Not only they're getting involved in campus ministries, but I'm seeing getting involved in different local churches. Yeah, that are going to be able to affect those these ministries for the next three years. They're going to be at school. Yeah. So really, just seeing how campus ministries went through a down year because of COVID, but COVID also allowed for a stronger class the next year, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that kind of alludes to the idea of, you know, um, the depth and the width of ministry, you know, and we definitely want to go wide. We want to have, you know, a lot of people coming to Christ and coming deeper in the relationship with Christ. But we also want to make sure that uh, to me, you almost have the primary driver be depth first, because if you only have one person in the ministry, if you've got them going super deep in their quiet time, you know, living out a life of repentance and accountability, embracing grace, embracing Christ as their savior, you know, that's a win. It doesn't have to be, you know, 30 people strong or 300 people strong or whatever the number is. Yeah. If you've got that depth with that person, then that's a win. So I think that's, I think that's super strong. Um, what would you say, what would you say is something that campus ministries traditionally struggle with? What, what are some areas that they could improve in? I'll be completely honest. Men's ministry is yeah. a lot. 
it sounds bad to say, but guys are a lot more willing to do things mm-hmm. when there are girls involved. So, yeah. because especially at that age, you know, they're trying uh, to impress girls. So, yeah. it's a lot harder for campus ministries to reach out to guys and be like, "Hey, let's do this all bo- this all guys thing," versus, "Hey, we're gonna be doing this COVID event." Right. Yeah. So I think just in general, just yeah, I don't think it's a fault of fence ministry. I think it's yeah. just a re- repercu- repercussion of the age a lot of guys are at. Yeah. None of this phase of, I want to have fun, date the hottest girl. Yeah. Instead of, I want to learn how to be a biblical man. Yeah. They still want to still be a boy. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, if we're honest, there's a lot of biological stuff going on there. You know, there's, uh, have, heaven forbid we say this on a Christian show, but there's sex drive. Heaven forbid we say that, but it's true. It's it's how God wired us, and in the confines of you know a biblical marriage, it's exactly amazing. I mean, go read the song Song of Solomon, right? It's it's cool. Um, however, like you're getting at, there's just so much that we need to acknowledge, especially as leaders in campus ministry. As uh, there's just so many facets coming into how God, God has wired guys and how we function spe- specifically during like college age um, and young adult and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to be the guy that's like, okay, let's just talk about the downfalls of campus ministry. I also want to talk about, you know, what are the, what are the highlights? What do you see that as far as campus ministries, we're just doing like we're hitting home runs time after time. What are we doing really, really well? I think personally just, building personal relationships Mm -hmm. like just seeing like leaders not just being leaders to people but being friends like yeah i see this with my small group leaders where they're grabbing lunch with like a freshman and yes it's going to have like implications of talking about christ but also just being there and just if they need advice they just if they just need a listening ear Mm -hmm. i've also seen this with women's ministry just seeing women's ministry small group leaders do the exact same thing yeah just can't campus ministries is a thing of let's build personal relationships with these people because i've been told this by uh one of my pastors kenny hall that people won't know won't care about what you know until they know that you care that's so good and that's been something that's been a driving force in my life is sometimes your first like your first conversation with somebody won't be this powerful biblical conversion conversation. Yeah. You're gonna have those like that's not that won't happen, but don't expect it to happen. Be more willing to go, okay, I'm gonna meet with this person. And sometimes you're gonna be having to take a sledgehammer to the stomp to the walls and just it may take four or five lunch meetings, four or five car rides just to Yeah. Start just, chipping away there. Just even like put a dent in the wall yeah. where you might be able to get a little bit. So just knowing that we have, like for me, I have one year with a lot of these freshmen. Yep. But having these guys that they'd still know, hey, Mikey can be somebody I can reach out to if I am have questions or I'm struggling with something. So just being... Being a friend, I think, is a great thing campus ministries does, but also showing them Jesus in that friendship. Yeah, and I, I, I think you're spot on because so many things that we deal with, you know, 
it, it comes down to first our relationship with Christ, but then our relationship with each other. And that's something that, you know, we as guys just inherently struggle with because we're, we're not wired like women. They're like, Oh, Hey, you know, let's go get coffee. We're like, okay, let's go chop down a tree. I, I mean, you know, something like that. Let's go but throw axes. Let's throw axes, you know, um, which interestingly enough, there are a couple here in Western North Carolina now, which I haven't been to, but I want to do. So much fun to do. I've been a couple of times. So. Are you good? Eh. Eh. I mean, it's something you don't have to just yeah. get lucky at, I think. Yeah, that's why I've kind of heard that, you, you know, you get lucky at it and there's quite a degree of like, finesse to just get it rotating correctly and yeah. have it hit the target. But, um, maybe we'll, maybe that'll be our first full power community <laughs> event. We'll have like ax throwing or something. Um, that might be fun. So cool, man. Um, so yeah, I think, I think kind of what we talked about today is just so significant, you know, in the, in the context of campus ministry specifically with, you know, just like we said, all the challenges and everything that us guys go through during like, those like learning to be adult where we get thrown from high school into like, we have to start making, like you were saying, impactful decisions that have repercussions long-term. And it's just so important for, you know, guys that are out, outside of college age, like me to prayerfully, you know, pray for you guys and to also lend any kind of support that we can. Um, so that's my challenge to all the other uh, full power guys in the community that aren't specifically in college right now you know, make sure that we're pouring into you guys and that we're available for you guys. And then guys that are younger also be praying over the college ministries because they'll be there at some point. And, um, it's just so, so important. And I I just can't underscore that enough because we don't want guys, you know, when they get exposed to all these different worldviews, et cetera, et cetera, just kind of falling off the table in their faith, um, because they're just overwhelmed that they don't have a campus ministry that they can rely on. Yeah. Those absolutely. relationships. So cool, man. Um, uh, do you mind uh, actually closing us in prayer? Absolutely. I can. Yeah. Let's All do right. it. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the conversations we're having. Lord, I pray that the people listening to this, if they have questions and concerns about this stuff, that they'll be willing to reach out to us and just learn more on how they can either be praying for college ministries or helping out with college ministries. Lord, just be with these people listening and just allowing them to continue to let you lead their life forward in your name. I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Uh, Mikey, appreciate you being on the show. Um, guys, in case you don't know, uh, you can always connect with us at our email address. Um, it's connect at fullpowermen.com. That's connect at fullpowermen.com. And you can actually give the gift of full power by sharing it with your friends, subscribing, getting notifications and following us. Um, we're on all the major podcast platforms and we're also on YouTube. So check us out both places. And, uh, like I said, share with your friends and Mikey, how can, how can guys reach out and connect with you? Uh, on Instagram, okay. my username is, uh, underscore Mikey dot West underscore Mikey is M I K E Y. Gotcha. M I C K E Y. Okay. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Cool. So, um, Anyway, if you guys want to connect with us, let's do it. And we love to hear from you guys. And uh, as always, you're loved, you're sent. Uh, Head out of here and uh, go have some fun. (laughs) 